Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right, all right. And my people in the house, my people in the house, my people in the house, my people in the house. (laughs) I'm sorry. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) This is us. I let him do him, and oh then I just goodness. let him finish, and then I, wasn't I chime finished, in. Though. You was finished. You no, paused. I was not. I was going for the remix. Wicked, 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 wicked. Anyway, so welcome back okay. to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're so glad to have you. Yes, we are. Uh, wonderful podcast. This um, Doug and Renee. Married life. Married life. Yes. And Married for life. those of you listening to, this is the week of Father's Day. So yes. we didn't shout out last week. So this week we want to take a moment to shout out all the fathers. Woo, yeah. woo. Woo, woo. Happy Father's Day to you. The yeah. men holding it down, Old raising fathers. kids, godfathers, yeah. grandfathers, pop pops. Uncles, surrogate dads. All the fathers. Yes, we want to give it up to you. Thank you for hanging in there. God bless you. And hopefully your Father's Day and every day is a wonderful, blessed day. Yep. Yep. Yes. I was going to let you go. You was going to let me go? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to move right along. Okay. So for the last couple of weeks, we have been talking about the power of words and got to love behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. So last week we was talking about the power of words. In the week before in the that. Week for that. And, and the week, week before, before that. that. And the week before that. <laughs> yes. And guess what? Words still have power. Yes, they do. And so this week we're going to, I don't know if we're going to wrap up, but we're just going to share kind of where we left off last week. But before we do. Before we do. Um, we want to share, we had the esteemed opportunity, the the honor, if you will, mm-hmm. to be on Life Matter with Michelle. Life Matters with Michelle. Yes, on her show on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. Yes, and that was such a great experience uh, for us. So mm-hmm. for those of you who listen to our podcast and you don't get to see us in action, in his action. opportunity to hop on over to Life Matters with Michelle. Yes. Feel free to subscribe and like um, the channel and mm-hmm. the episode and um, let us know what you think. But that's an opportunity to see us live and in color. In color. We got dressed up. Well, more, more so than when we do the podcast. Right, right. Because when we don't record on the podcast, hey, we at home chilling. (laughs) T-shirts, sweats, slippers. Yes, Lord. Yes. Comfortable. That's the wonderful thing about doing it behind the scenes. And that's the wonderful thing about not doing the whole Instagram where you gotta, you know, have the right lighting and makeup Mm -hmm. and the clothes. I'm, I'm always amazed at how. It looks like people nowadays are walking around with a photographer. <laughs> it, it just seems like no one's no one's doing the selfie anymore. They got those long selfie sticks. Oh, but even if they they they're they're like posing in the pictures though. They prop the camera up. Oh, 
That's what I do in the gym when I record a oh. video. I prop it on something or I have a stand to put it on. Oh, I never even thought about that. I thought they were walking around with a with a photographer just oh. capturing them. Maybe, may, hey, maybe. Maybe they got it like that. Okay. The lifestyles of the rich and famous. I, I never realized it was a selfie stick. Okay. All right. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, I don't know. We digress. We digress. But so we still anyway. talking about power words. Yes. So uh, feel free to tune in to... Life Matters with Michelle mm-hmm. show, and uh, we're talking about marriage, and yeah, got some some about- questions thrown at us, and yeah. we just answered them as we felt led of the Lord. So we are super excited about that opportunity and experience to just share what God has given us, mm-hmm. because it is our belief that everything that we go through have been through, will go through. It's not just for us, it's for somebody else. But if we keep it to ourselves, then we can't bless somebody else. We can't help somebody else. We can't encourage somebody else. And which is why we do this podcast is because we want to help married people and those desiring to be married. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage, we want to inspire, we want to uplift. We want your marriage to not just survive, but thrive. we, We want you to talk communicate and just um, speak and rehearse and let future generations know what's going, what's coming and what happened to you and how the Lord brought you through. I think one of the things we got to get through and break is this cycle of secretiveness Mm -hmm. where we don't want to say anything in silence In silence. Yes. Um, we we gotta we gotta talk, and I believe it's somewhere in the Book of Revelations where it talks about we've overcome by the buzz of lamb and the word of our testimony. Yes, it's in Revelation. Revelation, yes. and so at some point you're gonna have to tell somebody your testimony so they can overcome and you can overcome. Because sometimes when you're encouraging other people, you're really encouraging yourself to keep keep on keeping on. You know, because I'm not gonna tell you to do something that I'm not doing. And we just got, we have to share and we have to let people know marriage, is, marriage takes work, which is one of the things I love about this podcast is that we share with you, you know, to a certain extent, our, our lives, our marriage. But we also uh, want you to share, you know, what God has done for you, because there's somebody coming behind you that may never listen to this podcast um, but you can encourage them to, hey, if God did it for our marriage, he can do it for you. Or if you want to share our podcast with them, please do. Um, but uh, we just want to encourage you. You know, we got to we got to break this cycle of um, not saying anything and just what goes on in this house stays in this house. And I we don't just prepare the next generation for marriage. Maybe some maybe part of the reason. The next generation doesn't want to get married is because our generation isn't sharing the goodness of marriage. Right. You know, they're just getting a, a bad perception. I'm talking about the, the 20, 20, the millennials, the millennials mm-hmm. of what the world, you know, presents to them. And if we as Christians, blood bought believers don't share with them that marriage is great. We we have a good time. We, we enjoy each other, mm-hmm. you know, but if we always, you know, oh, my. 
balling balling chains and yes. oh this guy <laughs> up. You know, of course they wouldn't want to get married. So right. just something to think about, something to ponder. The yes. power of words. Yes, yes. That's so important. Our mouth is a weapon. We could use it for evil or we could use it for good. We can, you know, speak life or we could speak death. Mm-hmm. And it's not just to our spouses for those around us. So we want to speak life words about the ministry of marriage. We want to share, you know, that it is good. Yeah. And it can be good if you work at it and if you put in the energy and the effort. And I think that's the problem. Today, people don't want to put in that energy. They don't want to put in that effort. Um, But again, I'm getting a little bit off subject. Um, If that's where the Lord's leading you. Okay. But I mean, I just wanted to put that little plug in as far as um, we just got to be more positive Mm -hmm. and speak the positive things of God and to share uh, going back to something you were saying about um, what stays, what happens in this house stays in this house. I think we all at some point in time heard that or somebody in our house said it, our parents said it, or somebody else's household said it. And in most instances, that's true. You don't want all your business on the street. Mm-hmm. But I think we've taken it too far that we don't share anything. Yeah, We don't give people the tools that they need to have a successful mm-hmm. marriage. And so you got to speak life to power. You got to speak positive and share with people the good and the bad, mm-hmm. not just the bad, um, the pretty and the ugly, not just the ugly. You got to share it all so that they could make an educated decision and have information to help them. Yeah. To, to be successful in marriage. And when you were talking about speaking and sharing, I thought about it in church. I know we don't do this anymore, especially now, you know, churches just opened up. But in testimony service, mm-hmm. I'm trying to recall if I ever heard a couple get up during a testimony service, hmm. husband and wife, and say the Lord brought our marriage through whatever it was. I don't know if I've ever seen that happen in church. I can't say that I can recall that either, dear. That's powerful. Yeah. And and the thing about marriage is just like God is no respecter of person and God created marriage, marriage is no respecter of person. It doesn't matter what type of education you have, how many degrees you have, when you got married, um, who you got married to. It is no respecter of person. It's just are you following the principles that God has outlined in his Bible, in the book, for marriage. That's right. it. Right. That's it. I mean, you can have all the degrees in the world, and you can have all the education in the world, but if you're not following God's principles on marriage, you're going to be frustrated, and you won't get the best out of your marriage, however long you've been married, and whoever you're married to, if you're not doing it God's way, you're not going to get the best out of it. That's just my opinion. Yes. And in order to do it God's way, you got to know what God's way is. You got to know what his word says about marriage. You have to study his word, read his word, Mm -hmm. eat his word, walk his word, live his word, speak 
his word because again God is a speaking God he spoke everything into existence and so I think it's just important for us to bridle our tongue remember how powerful words are what we say how we say it who we say it to when we say it should we say it because that's another thing we got to think about okay should I say this Mm -hmm. thing that just came up or is this a good time to say it Um, And then pray about it. Um, Part of the power of words is having powerful prayer life, speaking Mm -hmm. to God and letting the Lord speak to you and through you. And if you know if God is ordering your words and the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding your conversation, that's the best type of conversation to have instead of you trying to do it out of your own power or, you know, just Mm -hmm. saying whatever which I feel like I'm about to do right now. I feel like I'm getting ready to ramble. Um, so, but I wanted to, I wanted to ask and when you were talking. I was like, well, dude, and not only are all the things you just articulated, but also, do you believe what you're saying? Mm. Because if you because now now that we've been talking about the power of words for the last few weeks, and you started to change your conversation and started to align your conversation with the Word of God. Don't think the enemy is not going to test you or maybe God might even test you yourself himself to see, do you believe what you're saying? Mm. And so if if a little turbulence comes up or a little storm comes up because you're confessing one thing, but in the natural you see something else. Now, do you believe what you see or do you believe what you said? And so you have to be very careful and not just, oh, I said it. Uh, what, what do you call it? Name it, claim it, blab it, grab mm-hmm. it. You know, there, there's there's an enemy we're fighting against. You know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and steal, kill, and destroy. But God said He came to have life and and abundant life. So, in order to get abundant life, you're going to have to speak some things into existence. You're going to have to walk it out, even when it doesn't appear that what you're walking to is is going to be there, but this is all faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you're going to have to speak it. You're going to have to walk it. You're going to have to believe it. And you're going to have to confess it. You're going to have to speak it. You're going to have to walk it. You're going to have to believe it. You're going to have to speak it. You're going to have to walk it. You're going to have to believe it. And sometimes your spouse may not be in agreement with you as you're speaking, walking, believing. But then as they see the change in you, then they will change. Yeah. But sometimes you have to be the change that you want to see. Just right. putting that out there. If it didn't could, cost you anything. Can if I could chime in. Chime. I um I'm with you to a certain extent. Okay. Um there is a scripture in the Bible that I am going to pull up that says, Call those things that be not as though they were. Mm-hmm. So I think in walking by faith and not by sight. Sometimes we're speaking stuff that we don't necessarily believe yet because we there you know the ruler who went to the to Jesus and said I believe but help thou my unbelief oh, because yeah. there is a certain area of us that you know we're strong in our faith mm-hmm. we don't have any problem believing it and seeing it and 
confessing it and everything lining up. But then there's another area where oh, I'm not so sure, but I'm going to say it, God, uh-huh. until it manifests. I'm going to say mm-hmm. it until it till it actually resonates mm-hmm. in my spirit and I start to believe it. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes we have to convince ourselves yeah. by speaking positively. Um, so I'm of the frame of thought, and I share this with my clients all the time, you know, you know, just speak positive, speak optimistic, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, I can't do that exercise. Yes, you can. Stop saying out loud, you can't. Say you can, even Mm -hmm. though you don't believe you can, I want you to say you can, because where the mind goes, the body follows. So if you say it, your body will line up with it eventually you'll start to believe that thing. And then you'll look back and say, oh, wow, I used to say X, Y, Z. Now, you know, it's Mm -hmm. become a natural part of me. So I do believe that you should claim some things, even though your faith isn't really there yet, your faith will catch up. But the power of those words, again, you put those words out in the atmosphere, it's going to manifest itself in some way, good, bad, or indifferent. So I think it's important that if you're going to say something, believe it or not, make sure it's something positive. Yeah. Make sure you're speaking life and not death. And to bring this um, to, to marriage, there are people who believe God more strongly for other marriages than they do for their own. Mm. And it's like, well, you know, I know you, uh, they basically, I know you and Renee, y'all have a good marriage but my marriage, or we know you guys are working, you know, fine, but my marriage. And I'm like, you, we all serve the same God. And if you, you have to put the work in (laughs) and you're speaking real talk about the power of words, you, you speaking death over your marriage. You, I mean, you speaking life to our marriage. I know you got, you guys have Mm -hmm. a good marriage, but to somebody else. Yeah. But our marriage. And I'm like, why would you, um, speak death to, into your marriage. So be careful. Again, you have to be intentional. We've been saying this since podcast one about a godly marriage. You have to be intentional and it takes work. A godly marriage does not happen overnight and it doesn't happen by happenstance. You have to be intentional. You have to make sure your priorities are straight and you're going to have to... Um, Pray and fast and speak and all those things, but it it doesn't happen by happenstance. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen by mistake. There's no magic pill I can give you. You know the pink pill or the blue pill. Well, that's for the Matrix. For those of you who ever watched the Matrix, but there there's no there's no magic button. There's there's no easy solution. You know you have to take it all, and we're so used to um, what's the word I'm looking for. Like the um, buffet line, you know, when you go to the buffet, you, you take so many options. Yeah, and, choices. and you take certain things, and you don't take certain things. And I want this, and I don't want that. That's not how the Bible works. You got to take it all. It's either or. You can't just take a piece of it and not not the other piece. And so, um, God commanded husbands to love their wives. He commanded wives to respect their husbands and that's something we have to do. But anyway, talking about the power of words. Power of words. So power the words. scripture I was referring to is in Romans four seventeen, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. He was speaking to Abraham um, at this point. This is a reference to, 
you know, God speaking to Abraham, uh, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth, quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. And as children of God, we have that same power to call those things that be not as though they were. Now, not to the extent of God, if something is blue, it's blue. Mm -hmm. We can't say it's orange, and then all of a sudden it becomes orange. But we can speak life over situations, life over our marriage. I have a healthy marriage. I have a husband who loves me, a husband who honors me, a wife who respects me, a wife who submits to me, a wife who appreciates me, a husband who cares for me, a husband who's saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, a wife who loves the Lord, the wife who prays, the you know, just whatever it is, you can speak those things in the atmosphere and it's better. Another thing about the power of words is it's not just putting it in the atmosphere. It's not just feeding the person that you're talking to. Those things are going back in your ears. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You're regurgitating that in your heart. Yep. And so it actually gives you life. It actually gives you energy. It actually helps boost your faith. So if nobody else is listening, the power of words works for yourself, mm -hmm. which is why you see people have, um, what do you call it? These daily affirmations where they look at them in the mirror and they're constantly saying, you're going to, you're a great person. You can do this today. You know, I can do all things through Christ, which gives me strength. You know, you look in the mirror and tell yourself that you can do it. So just remember, there is power in your words. There is power in you. It will bring power to your marriage if you choose the right words to speak over your marriage, to speak over your relationship. Oh, okay. So I just want to um, go down Ezekiel. In 37, chapter 37, verse 3, this is where um, God asked Ezekiel, can these dry bones live again? I'm not going to read the entire scripture, but you can. And so what I what I need to ask you all, because God told Ezekiel to speak to it. Either you believe God or you don't. That That's, that's going to be the bottom line. Either you believe him or you don't. You believe his word or you don't. God is not a respecter of person. And as I stated earlier, he created marriage. Marriage, the institution of marriage is not a respecter of person. I don't care how educated you are or anything like that. No, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anyone who's listening, but you have to follow the principles of God. So either you believe his word or you don't. And if you're going to speak life and you're going to speak um, health into your marriage All I'm saying right now is Don't be disappointed If you see the exact opposite Of what you're speaking Yes, because, you gotta have patience Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's an enemy out there Who's gonna say Oh, you said your husband saved And look at him, he ain't You know, you said your wife is And she's doing the exact opposite mm -hmm. Plant a yeah. seed One plant, one water God gives the increase Yes. And so your job is just for, for what we're talking about right now, the purposes of this podcast is the power of words. Speak it. Just keep speaking it. Yeah. Just keep speaking it in Jesus name. Plead the blood over him in yes. Jesus name. I Pray over him. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. 
No, you you paused, so I didn't know that was uh, like a. I I I was I don't know. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I paused. So okay. So I don't know um, what you prayed over me, and then it changed. I can only speak from my um, perspective or my standpoint, mm-hmm. and I just remember, and this may be something that we shared in previous podcasts that when early on in our marriage and you at the time were not saved and I was, I had gotten saved and I went to a women's meeting at our first church and our pastor's wife, who uh, was a dear woman of God who mentored me early on in our marriage one of the things she talked about in there was if your spouse isn't doing something, if your spouse isn't saying something, if your spouse isn't acting a certain way that lines up with the word of God, I want you to still not focus on that, but to focus on God's word. I want you to speak God's word and speak God's word to your spouse. Now, I'm not saying beat your spouse over the head with the word, especially if they're unsaved. You don't want to push them away. The best way to draw somebody to Christ is the way you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the other things that she shared. And from that moment, I remember saying, my husband is saved. My husband loves the Lord. My husband goes to church. My husband beats me getting ready for church. And to this day, he does. My husband beats me (laughs) out the door to church. My husband serves in ministry. I was claiming all these things and I would go home and it was the exact opposite. We'd have an argument. We'd have a disagreement. I wouldn't want to be married. He wouldn't want to be married. But I kept confessing that thing. And today, it's true. And I don't recall how long I had to do that. I'm pretty sure there were days where I was like, God, I'm not feeling it today. And I didn't say it, but I know when I had the strength in me, I would say it. I would believe it. And at some point in time, God made that thing uh, manifest. And so I just wanted to share that as a testimony to a husband or to a wife who is believing God for something don't expect it to happen because you said it, Doug and Renee married life said, say it. And then tomorrow it didn't manifest. No, we're not giving you a timeline because no. we don't operate that way. God doesn't operate that way. It's everything is in his timing. You just have to trust and believe and be patient, which is one of the fruit of the spirit that God is going to manifest that. If you believe it in your heart, you got to, at some point in time, you have to believe it. Now, I know I said a few minutes ago, you know, call those things that be not as though they were, but keep calling those Mm -hmm. things. And at some point in time, you're going to have to believe that you're going to see the manifestation of what you say. So the, what I heard you say was he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time, right on time. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he he will. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. (laughs) God is good, y'all. Just trust and believe. Every day is not going to be the, the, the... Roses and sunshine. We have seasons. Some days it's going to rain. It's what you do with it. I heard once heard someone say, if life gives you lemons, make boysenberry juice. Boysenberry juice? Boysenberry juice. What's boysenberry? I have no idea, okay. but I'm just saying what I heard somebody say. Okay. And the premise 
or the point behind that mm-hmm. is this. It's easy to just make lemonade, but just make something totally different out of that oh, and shock okay. people because okay. people are expecting. And I'm pretty sure people listening to that was like, oh, yeah, I heard that before I even finished. It was probably thinking she's going to say lemonade. Yeah. And they said, make boysenberry juice. Shock the heck out of everybody. So it's, it's Charles Swindoll has a quote that says, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you handle it. So we have to make sure that in those seasons that we're not allowing our mouth to just make rain turn a rain into a thunderstorm mm-hmm. <laughs> or make, you know, a snow turn into a snowstorm. 11-day adventure into, into a 40-day journey. 40-year journey. Yes, 40 years and 11 months. Mm-hmm. Almost 41 years. Yep. Yeah, so we have to remember Philippians 2 14 through 15 says, do all things without murmurings and disputings that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye are, excuse me, among whom ye shine as light in the world. We have to set the example, saints. We have to speak power. We have to speak positive. We have to speak God's word because that's how we're going to draw people in. If we want to help other marriages, we're going to have to let the light shine in our own marriage. Can I, can I act like a pastor for a couple of seconds or All somebody right. preaching? Uh, Not a pastor, but somebody preaching. Uh, they, go ahead, Minister Doug. They will say, do some things. And the congregation will say, no, all no, things. All things. Do a few things. All things. Do a couple of things. All things. Do all things. All things. What does all things mean? That means everything. <laughs> Without murmuring. <laughs> and disputing. Say, what the what? <laughs> what the what? <laughs> what the ham sandwich? Everything. Oh, my goodness. Everything. And that's the problem. We pick and choose. Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't complain about that. But I'm gonna dispute that. Well, hold on, hold on. Who wrote Who wrote Philippians? Was that Paul? Did he write Did he write the book? I'm no Bible scholar. Don't oh, no, put, I'm just saying. Put me on the but spot. Paul wasn't the... married, so he can't. He can't, this can't be the married couples. This can't be the marriages. It's, it says do all things. It, it didn't say husbands. It didn't say wives. It didn't say single people. It didn't say man. It didn't say woman. Uh, it didn't say Gentile. It didn't say Jew. It didn't say Samaritan. It did not say <laughs> any of that stuff. It said do all things. Okay, I hear you. I hear you, sister. I see. Without murmuring. Preach, preacher. And disputings. <laughs> man, that covers a whole lot. Yes. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Yes. So if it's in God's word and he commands us to do it, we can't complain while we're doing it and dispute. Am I really supposed to submit to my husband? I'm going to flip it because it's both ways. Mm -hmm. Am I really supposed to submit to my wife? Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm going to do it, but I don't like it. You murmured. I'm you disputing what God's dispute. word says. Ooh. Ouch. I'm still trying to find the out in that one. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. All things. Well, thank or, you for joining this podcast. Or everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be a good note for us to conclude. Um, so God bless.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.